February 12, 2020. Where is God's throne? As I'm reading through Ephesians, I notice the location in heavenly places is repeated numerous times. What does this mean? God is omnipresent. He is present in every point in the creation. Wayne Grudem defines God's omnipresence as follows in the Systematic Theology. Quote, God does not have size or spatial dimensions and is present at every point of space with his whole being. Yet God acts differently in different places. End quote. If God is at every place, why does Paul repeatedly emphasize the heavenly places? The blessings occur in heavenly places. Ephesians 1.3 Christ is presently seated in heavenly places at the right hand of the Father. Ephesians 1.20 and 21 In fact, believers are seated with Christ in the heavenly places. Ephesians 2.6 there are even families that are named in heaven. Ephesians 3.15 Jesus ascended far above the heavens. Ephesians 4.10 Even the enemies of God are in heavenly places. Ephesians 6.12 Why is a location emphasized if God is omnipresent? The answer is found in the second part of Grudem's definition of God's omnipresence. The phrase, in heavenly places, is the location where God's glorious reign is revealed. This is the seat of his authority. It's the place where his rule and reign are carried out. It's important to note that Jesus' resurrection didn't bring Christ to his final location. It was his ascension that took him all the way to his rightful place as sovereign authority. Jesus is the ruler of heaven and earth. Jesus is at the position of rulership for the Godhead over the creation. Jesus is at the seat of authority for all creation, both in heaven and on earth. This is the realm of Christ. That is why Paul states in heavenly places, in Christ. We see that God's blessings come from this throne room. We understand our position with God is in this throne room. What a mind-blowing thought. Every human gets their identity from this throne room. Jesus is ultimately above everything in the throne room. And even though the enemies of God are in the throne room, this means they are ultimately all under Christ's authority. They do nothing apart from His sovereign permission. There is so much encouragement in this truth. We can trust Jesus with everything that is going on in this world. Now I admit, from our perspective, often we can't see how or why He would allow what is occurring to occur. But He is still sovereign, and nothing occurs outside of His sovereign will. It is also important to note that there is another power and authority working in the world, Satan. The people of the world are led by Him as Ephesians 2.2 states. But it's important to note his realm of reign is in the air. What is the difference? His realm is ultimately under Christ's authority. Satan does nothing that Christ does not allow. Satan's children do evil continually, 
But thanks be to God, Jesus is still sovereign. The limit of their evil is set by him. Jesus can and does step in to put down evil and curtail its influence. One of the ways he does this is by working in his body, the church, both adding members to it and using the body to reveal himself to the world. This is all possible because of God's work in Christ. Christ died. Christ rose. Christ ascended. Christ reigns. Will you pray with me? Father, I praise you. Thank you for this great truth of Jesus' rule and reign over heaven and earth. I know one day what is hidden in heaven will become reality in sight. Jesus will one day rule visibly in heaven and on earth. That will be a great day. Until then, use me to proclaim your sovereign rulership from heaven. May Jesus Christ be exalted in all I do. May his power be evident in me. Amen.